Summer is upon us, and the Famine Fed crew is going to cool off some for this episode. We have decided to take a churn at something a bit more chill, a casual ice cream taste testing episode. Joined by their friend and homemade ice cream enthusiast, Eddie, listen to Cece and Father Raj share ice cream stories whilst enjoying some special treats. Come to the table and stay cool, fam. This is Famished and Fed. What is up, fam? What's up? What's up, CC? Here we are. Here we are, episode three, right here in the the blazing heat of summer. If you um, had a chance to listen to episode two, you know that it's a it's kind of a long one, a deep one. We talked about an important topic. We talked about bread, but this episode we're we're taking some time off of some hot issues. And we're gonna we're gonna chill a little bit. You see? Nice. You, you like what I did there? We're gonna That's chill so a little bit. We're gonna cool off, and we're gonna talk about ice cream. Yes. Are you excited? Ice cream. I've been excited. I think I I had hella ice cream already. Yeah, we've been waiting for this episode, and we're um you know we're not gonna get too many deep things. We're just gonna talk about ice cream, the joys of ice cream, summer, and um, how uh, ice cream can point us to to goodness. And beauty, like we've talked about in other things, right? Food always points us to, it can, can point us to goodness and beauty. So excited to be talking about ice cream in um, this heat wave we're going through, summer heat wave. And uh, hopefully all of you have had a chance to, to partake of ice cream in a safe way out there. And as we talk about ice cream, I'm, I'm super excited to welcome uh, our special guest to this episode, uh, dear and good friend, Eddie, um, yeah, Eddie um, is an ice cream enthusiast. He he worked at Cold Stone. He makes homemade ice cream. I've, I've had a chance to taste it uh, plenty of times. Cece, you're going to be able to taste his ice cream today for the first time. I'm super excited. But without further ado, we'd like to welcome uh, Eddie. Eddie to the Famine Fed podcast. How are you doing, Eddie? Well, hello. I'm doing uh, all right. How's everybody here? Chilling. Chillin'. How often can I use that pun this episode? Coffin? How often? How often? Oh, I was like, coughing? Coughing? Coffee ice cream. Ooh, coffee. Another episode, but sorry. That's another episode. I was going to make a coffee ice cream, but I figured it was too late (gasps) in the day. Oh, well, don't just tempt us. Edmundo. That's 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 what my my job was at Cold Stone, in a way. Oh, yeah. You you used to tempt people all the time. Actually, I, I... Real quick, I, I remember going into Eddie's Cold Stone store, and um, it was one of my little joys in life to um, to put money into his uh, Cold Stone tip jar because Wait, they Eddie sing at Cold Stone, right? Well, and Eddie was one of the most phenomenal performers of the oh. the tip songs. Thank you. He's still an incredible performer this day. Well, what, well I think what what helped here at the the one where I worked is that my coworkers were. A lot of them were in bands, so they knew how to sing too. So together, we just sounded great. What a team player! Did you see what he just did there? He, he spread out the the he glory. Spread, spread the glory. 
for the supporting cast. That's amazing. How long did you work at Coldstone? Oh, like six years. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah. Oh, so I'm you're a like an ice cream master. <laughs> He's a Coldstone connoisseur. 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 Ooh. He's a sorbet savant from our last episode. (laughs) Savant, yes. Like an idea for a truck. I don't know if he's told you. We like to name our guests and give them technical terms for their expertise. So I. Oh, yeah. Last last time, um, Patrick Rents. You know Rents. He he was a sourdough savant. Ooh. So um. A sorbet savant actually sounds really good. So wait, you worked at Coldstone for six years. Yes. Now, did you want to work at Coldstone? Was it like, because in my mind, it's like, were you like, I really want to work at our ice cream place? Mm, no, my brother and I were both uh, looking for jobs. It was like, um, we were hunting around in July and we came upon this place that hadn't opened yet because it was still under construction. And we were like, you want to play here? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we just went for Humble it. Beginnings. Uh, yeah. Wait, so then this, was this when Coldstone had just kind of blew up, right? Because I remember when yeah. Coldstone first opened and it was like this really innovative thing with mm-hmm. the whole, the actual Coldstone and mixing your own ice creams and all that. Well, yeah, because well, it had finally reached the, <laughs> the Bay Area. <laughs> oh, where we yeah. Going? Yeah, no, that's, you know, I remember going into Eddie's shop and, and see, I'm not going to let you escape from this. Um, I think our audience wants to, to hear one of those jingles. I if I just... need to send you a Venmo right now as a tip um, <laughs> for the ice cream that you've made us and We're delivered to us, yeah, um, imagine I just tipped you, Edmundo, Eddie, okay, and okay, um, okay, okay. Ed Boy, for uh, the fans out there who like, like uh, me to call, who the, enjoy calling Eddie Ed Boy. For the long-time <laughs> listeners, Ed Boy, um, hit us with one of those Cold Stone tip songs. Let's see, let's see. Oh my gosh, it's been so long. Ching, ching, ching. Um, that was the tip falling into the jar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's his pitch pipe. Take me out to the Cold Stone. Take me out to the... <laughs> <laughs> Um, All right, that's great. That's, that's, that's what guess. I. Oh, bravo! Oh, oh no, no, that wasn't it. Oh, <laughs> oh. Is there a, okay. Is there a Cold Stone Happy Birthday? Is there like a Happy no. Birthday version? No. Wasn't there one that was like the um, the Seven Dwarfs? Is, do you remember that one? Oh yeah. I hope no. It was literally we didn't change the lyrics for that one. Just. Oh, it was just, oh, just hi ho. So I think I worked in the word cookie dough in there somewhere, but that's about okay, it. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> There's a lot of hi ho, well, that's it. Well, Eddie, why don't you tell us a little bit about your 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 fascination with ice cream? A little bit about your background making homemade ice cream. All right. Oh, how deep are we going here? Uh, so I like ice cream. It's been. Um, I want to say that like I have a unique like connection to ice cream because. I grew up in kind of the era where, like, a lot of store-bought grocery ice cream really was just, like, you know, vanilla, chocolate, maybe not more than, like, 10 flavors on the shelf, that type of thing. And my family wouldn't really buy much of it. Or when we bought Neapolitan to appease everybody, I would eat the chocolate. <laughs> and then I was like, You were one of those. <laughs> I was those. Then as I got older, you know, things started to, to expand a little more. When I began working at Coldstone, that opened up my world a ton. Mm. And that's probably the only place I was actually allowed to put stuff in my ice cream because my parents didn't let me. 
And after that, I started working at a grocery store. And um, that was around the time where grocery store ice cream actually got a lot better. You got a lot more options. Um, a lot of independent small businesses getting their product in there and our store is actually carrying them. And then in response, there was a kind of mainstream, um, bigger companies having their own response to those and going from there and seeing all these newer places pop up around the Bay Area. And I've just always been around ice cream somehow. Mm. And cool, even cool. making my own ice cream at home, that kind of goes along with um, watching a lot of kind of food TV as a kid and kind of being a, just a little bit ahead of the curve before everyone else, I want to say. Uh, without sounding too like much like a hipster, like uh, I, I no, you're, you're <laughs> you were um, had a, you were cool before it was cool. Uh, yeah, I was like cool, I was pulled, like this cool episode started churning. I had oh wow, we had, uh, one of those old school. You didn't wait your churn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did I did I, did I peek there? <laughs> wow. Wait your churn. Um, but this is the wait your churn. That's great. It's going to be the name of this episode, wait your churn. <laughs> That's um, a good one. But no, that's, that's, that's great, Ed, Ed boy. Thanks. How, how did, so you said you started um, making your own ice cream. You were ahead of the curve there. And, a little bit, not by much. You know, how, what's your greatest, like, home ice cream? What's the word for somebody who makes ice cream? An <laughs> ice cream maker? Yeah. I was going to say that. I was yeah. like, well, because, you know, there's like a barista, there's baker. There's no word, special word for ice cream maker? Not that I know of. You should make one up. We're going to do that right now. What, what would you In call yourself? Podcast. I'm Googling. <laughs> well, what would you call yourself, Eddie, if you had to call a yourself? A confectioner. According to foodictionary.com, what do you call a person who makes ice cream? A confectioner. Oh, okay. That's ice cream is a word, though, huh? confectioner. Yeah, because that could imply I make other, we make other things, which is true. I mean, that's probably a good word for Eddie, though. A confectioner. Oh, Eddie is a confectioner, He's for sure. Eddie does other stuff. He bakes as well. It makes it sound um, cooler than it really is. All right. <laughs> well, as a confectioner, Eddie, um, I want to thank you for the con- confections that you've, huh. you've shared with me in my life. It's been a sign to me of, of so many good things, so many beautiful things. Um, we're going to pivot here. We're going we're gonna to kind of start talking about ice cream and its goodness, its beauty, um, and this question is for, for either of you. Has ice cream taught you anything about, about faith or God? Well, I mean, my, I have like, it's kind of twofold because it's about God and his faithfulness, but it's also directly related to gelato. And I, I don't know if you've heard this story, Father Raj, but I had an instance where um, I was applying to grad school and I was, you know, really struggling when I was living in Honduras and I didn't want to like occur all the student debt just to get a master's and I wasn't even sure. So I ended up getting, there was 12 worldwide scholarships and I got one um, to attend a program in Rome. So it was like, this is amazing. God is so good. God is so faithful. Um, and I'd, I'd struggled with making that decision for a long time of just like going back to school and then God was just providing. And then on top of that, like as if that full ride to study in Rome was not the, the like the prize in itself, um, one of my formators in Catechesis of the Good Shepherd, she sends me the, it's this email because she saw, I think, on Facebook that I'd posted I'd got a scholarship in Rome. And she said, um, no one should live in Rome for a month and not have gelato every day. This is your gelato fund. I want proof for every day. <laughs> so Ooh. she literally so she said, funded your gelato, she funded my gelato 
Wow. Month. Oh, that wasn't I, by accident. That was completely no, she on like, purpose. It was completely on purpose. And she would literally, you know, on hey, you haven't sent me. I haven't seen any pictures, you know, and like wow. she wanted to see the jello foot. And I just thought it was so funny because, you know, I think we think God holds out on us sometimes and he doesn't want what we want. And we ask why or why is he not providing or why is he not giving me what I want? And then in the end, like the scholarship was really the goal. And then like on top of that, he's like, well, you know, I mean, I guess gelato every day would be awesome too. So, you know, now I'm in Rome and I'm eating gelato every day and I literally have a fund just to eat gelato. So it's like, it's like, it was already enough, more than enough that I got that scholarship and I got to study. But beyond that, like eating gelato every day was a reminder, like God does not only want to provide, he wants to give me the beauty of life, you know, like gelato in Rome in the summer. Like what, what else is better than that? And like, oh oh man, it was amazing. So yeah, man. God is, God is generous I mean, for that's sure. God is, he's, God is extravagant, <laughs> super abundant. That that's a great story. I'm actually gonna, I'm going to cut Eddie off on his his thoughts about uh, ice cream and divine because my I have a story about gelato in Rome too, and it is it's um it's um it's a great one. Um, so um, I, I had the blessing of studying in Rome for a summer um, in, back in 2011, and um, after I got ordained, I, I wanted to make, um, I wanted to give back to my, my family for supporting me uh, through my journey to the priesthood. And so I brought my parents and my sister uh, through a trip through Italy, and we, we hit up all the good places, and we ended up in Rome. And I remember um, it was such an important kind of spiritual event in my life uh, to climb the steps of St. Peter's Basilica. Right, and to to get there all the way to the top, and then to look out to see the arms of uh, the colonnade, Bernini's colonnade, reaching out to the world, right, all the way. And so, like, it was such a powerful moment for me. And I wanted to share that with my family and with with um, my parents and my sister. I wanted them to experience that. But but there's like more than 500 steps yeah. up the top of the colonnade, or up, up more than top of the dome of St. Peter's. And so it took some convincing, especially my mom, who had been walking on cobblestones all day. But oh. I promised my mom that we would get gelato right after. Wow. And I remember there's, there's parts of climbing up the, the dome where it's like cramped and hot and it's super difficult. And um, we we're probably in like the 400 step and um, my mom would take a break we would uh, take a break and let people pass us even in the tiny staircase in the dome. And then um, that was my mom's motivation. Ice, <laughs> ice cream at the end of the tunnel, right? The gelato. She didn't care anything about what I, my spiritual experience of seeing <laughs> like the beauty this? of St. Peter's, but <laughs> ice cream was her goal. Gelato was what convinced her. And, um, and that's my thought. My lesson about ice cream is like, man, like it is. It's it's such a cele- celebratory thing. It's such a we 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 have ice cream at the end of meals, right? Because it's a reminder that okay, we're trying to get somewhere. And if if that helps you helps you take another step, hey, ice cream, go eat some. No gelato with that. Gelato in Italy. There we go, Eddie. You got any um, ice cream stories or anything that that ice cream has taught you about God? I feel like I was trying to think about this. There are so many beautiful things about it, too. For my particular experience, it had a lot to do with sharing joy. Because, you know, hearing the two of you talk makes me really, like, it, like, it gets to me in a way that, like, oh, I get it, you know? 
even though I didn't take those that same kind of journey, like I can feel that that exact like light emanating from you too, and and the enjoyment, the pure enjoyment of ice cream or gelato. It's pretty unique because it's not just dessert, which is already great itself, but it's ice cream, it's gelato, it's gelato in Rome, and you know when you experience that yourself, and for me as as a person who makes these things, when I get to witness someone else having that joy from something I serve them, it can't beat that. Mm. I mean, I mean, sure, I had that joy myself. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, man, that joy. Mm. I'm going to actually ask, I'm going to go away from our show notes here and ask you something, Eddie, because I know it's, whenever I've gone into an ice cream shop, I have told, you know, you see kids and they're just overjoyed Mm -hmm. to receive ice cream, right? And that must have been something for you. Maybe maybe as a a worker, as a confectioner, sometimes you you might not have, you might get tired of it, but did you witness that? Did that um, uh, affect you to see the joy that ice cream brought to families or to oh, children? Yeah. All the time. It really did. That was one of the best parts of the job. And like, It's almost like anyone who steps in and you know, they take a bite, it doesn't matter how old they are, how young they are. It's the same, the same thing that everyone becomes a kid. There's a very childlikeness to it that's very universal. Um, and... I got to witness that and all people from our social you know, obviously for kids, it's, it's easy. Like, oh, yay, ice cream. And like they come up with all these like crazy inventive things. And like, oh, I would have thought to put those two things together. But it's what they like. Um, or it's just like they're just so excited to be there. And it's something they love. They absolutely love to go crazy for it. Um, and then in between, there's like any sort of, sort of thing that could be that like, that husband who's getting his pregnant wife and he knows he's <laughs> got to get it right. Um, two, two examples I want to give. One of my regulars who will always stick with me, he was, his name was Al, and um, he would always go, oh, I would always, whenever he would walk in, I'd go, hey, what's up, Al? Hey, it's Al, it's Al, your pal. <laughs> we had just like, <laughs> he was great. That's great. Yeah. And he ordered, he's one of those guys who ordered the same thing Every every time he came in, whenever we had available, it was raspberry sorbet with the fresh blackberries mixed into it because he liked that like kind of tartness and the sweetness and the complexity Sounds of those two delicious. things together. Yeah, and the, the only time he ever ordered something different was maybe we're, we ran out or we were trying to push another seasonal sorbet or something. But um, it was that de- kind of, I don't want to say dedication, but it's sort of like that kind of routine of like you, you know when you what you're there for. You're looking forward to that exact thing. Um, and speaking of ordering the same thing, I know I I still remember Rents' order perfectly. It's, oh, uh, oh Rents, Rents, who is a Urban Picks uh, founder, yeah. also uh, producing this episode. So he's here. What is Rents' Cold Stone order? It's um, love it size sweet cream with Oreo, toasted almonds, and caramel or caramel. Oh, that's another, uh, that's another debate. Is it caramel well, or caramel? Uh, caramel? I'm going to ask. Rens is producing this episode. Rens, can you, can you confirm that? Can you hop on real quick and confirm if that is correct? He gave us a thumbs that up. That is absolutely oh. correct, except I don't think Love It existed as a size when I, when I ordered yeah. it. Yeah, when he, when he first got there as a kid, we still called it the medium. Ah, yeah. okay. Oh, my 
my yeah. gosh, that's so amazing. That's great. See, wow, that connection, that bond that's yeah. lasted more than a decade now, huh? <laughs> that's a great story. We, I can tell more about that. That's so cool. <laughs> on our on episode two, ice cream episode two, because we are going to revisit this. We're going to revisit ice cream, even though this all is a, summer. a super all Sacramento summer long. <laughs> all Sacramento summer, we're going to have like three ice cream episodes. Hey, whatever the, the Lord is generous. Mm-hmm. So, Maybe, um, if anybody wants to fund our ice cream episode, <laughs> hey, keep that gelato fund going. Yeah, where's where's that benefactor now? Can she fund our gelato? Now? I will make sure she gets the copy of this podcast. <laughs> nice, Tight. that's great. Um, but Eddie, you talked about wanting to share joy to other people, and we're going to do that now. We're, we've yes. each picked out ice creams that we're we're going to share with one another. Not. Um, necessarily our favorite. Well, I think Cece's is her favorite, right? It's my go-to from this place. So, okay. Well, and then yeah, I mean, it's I, I can't get gelato in Rome, so this is probably the closest second. Okay. <laughs> mine, mine isn't my favorite. It's also one of my go-tos that I just thought I'd share with you. It's super summery, um, or it reminds me of like, okay, summer has started. So I'm uh, uh I'm gonna share that with you guys, and we're, we're gonna taste test that. And then Eddie's whipped up some ice cream for us. He's a homemade ice cream enthusiast, and being in the image and likeness of God is extra generous and uh, brought us extra ice cream. So we're tasting four things today on our taste test. This is amazing. You excited about this, Cece? I'm super excited. Taking my photos. I thought it was just three, like you know. said. So and then we now opened seeing... up. Then we opened up our packages, and there's actually four things to taste today. And this is exactly what I was talking about. God wanting to be super abundant and generous and over the top. John 10:10. 10, 10. Oh, yeah, that one. I came <laughs> I came so that you might have life and have it to the full mm. or abundantly depending on yeah. the translation. Substitute life for ice cream. <laughs> I came so that you might have ice cream ice abundantly. Cream. <laughs> ice cream to the full. That, that's like a ice cream to the full. That hey. We got a lot of good options like for the title of this podcast. So how do we want to attack these? Um, let's go with um, our picks, our summer picks cuz these are Sacramento summer picks. Um, so um, you know, we're uh, CC and I both live in the Sacramento area, at least for the time being. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Just get a little emotional. I'm leaving. I'm you leaving the Sacramento area soon. This airs. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. Well, you'll still be. You'll still be. Wow. Uh, but in Sacramento area, we we know that's where CC and I's uh, food friendship has has grown in the Sacramento area. So it's a shout out to two of our favorite places, two ice cream joints out here in Sacramento that are making phenomenal stuff. So I picked one thing from from Leatherby's. A creamery. Cecilia picked uh, one thing from uh, Gunther's. Gunther's. Right, some awesome stuff. Um, so, what, you guys want to taste test the? Uh, well, let's taste test the Leatherbees first. Yes. Um, this is one of my go-to's. It's a go-to for, um, especially. I picked it today for for the reason that it reminds me of summer. Um, if you get this, which is a, it's it's a black and tan from Leatherbees, one of their most popular items and one of my favorites. Um, you know, it's got toasted almond ice cream, vanilla ice cream, some uh, chocolate fudge, and then some caramel also. And then I like to top it with marshmallow fluff. But in my rush to get this in the hot heat today, I forgot to get marshmallow fluff. Is that normally an add-on or is it's it an just add-on. that way? You add it on. Okay. No, I, I normally add it on. So we'll have to do a second taste test with the uh, marshmallow fluff in the future. But when you eat it all together, it reminds me of a s'more. Right, because then you get that toasted smokiness from the almond, toasted, right? And so it's like Wait, a campfire. Wait, is the almonds in the ice cream? Or is in, it there's two different top? ice creams. No, it's in it's the ice cream. It's two different ice creams. Yeah, toasted almond. You don't. So there's a vanilla and there's a toasted almond. This is delicious. Yeah, and so 
And then you get the caramel and the chocolate reminding me of a melted s'more. Oh, and it's it, I like Leatherby's ice cream is so creamy. It's one of my faves. Delicious. Eddie, is, what are your thoughts? A lot of strong a lot of good strong flavors going on here. The, um like definitely the the chocolate is present and then how it mixes with the with the almonds as kind of like you can have kind of the, the later end of it. Delicious. There you go. Leatherby's creamy black and tan, one of my faves. We're moving on to our second, are you, you still eating? Well, I just wanted to comment. I don't judge me. Now, there are two kinds of people. There are people who eat their ice cream, like, you know, when it comes out, and then they eat it as it is presented neatly, and they kind of dip the spoon in and get all the layers. And then you have people like me who mix it all together, and you have, like, ice cream soupage going on. So that's what I'm doing right now. But it's delicious. So I like to... Like, mix it so the ice cream is a little bit melted, Mm -hmm. um, if that makes any sense. But it's delicious. I do wish it had a little more almond. Like, I would probably order this with extra almonds sprinkled on top for the texture and, like, the saltiness. But is it a salted caramel? I think so. It's not overly sweet, which I was worried about because usually I don't get sundaes because I get kind of intimidated by all the sauces. So this this is nice. I'm really enjoying this. I think there actually might be some science behind that can support your your habit of um, like mixing mixing it to make it a little more soupy mm-hmm. because ice cream is served at a certain temperature and by you kind of agitating it, it makes that temperature a little higher. Mm-hmm. See, cold numbs our tongue a little bit, and you mm. by in, in a sense warming up a little bit. I think you're getting more flavor out of it. Mm. There you go. You see, I default to greatness. <laughs> you default to greatness, You're, even with your taste buds. Wow. You heard it here first. Eddie dropping the knowledge. Cecilia dropping the humility. Um, you know, drop yes, famine drop fed. Drop famine fed. It's what we do here. We just, we, we're changing people's lives. That's um, delicious. Oh, I just got to the bottom where all the like chocolate is trapped. And it's yeah, so yeah. Good. And and to be fair, um, you know, I know you're saying that you, you wanted more almonds. That could totally be human error. You know, I may have not given you enough almonds in my scooping and serving, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll try and fix that for next time. We're, we're, for those listening at home, we are not eating entire servings of these ice creams. <laughs> this is a full-size black and tan for each of us. This is a giant uh, glass of black and tan. I bought four of them today. No, um, no, oh, just like, like? small e- samples, e- small samples. Uh, we're moving on to Cece's pick. Cece, you want to All tell right. us about your pick? So Gunther's. Um, if you've ever been to Gunther's in Sacramento, they're really the 50-50 is my go-to. And I was just sharing. The 50-50 is basically they have sorbets or they call them freezes. So they're not like super hard. They're not like super silky sorbet. It's kind of like an in-between, which I really like. Um, and it's two different freezes with ice cream in the middle. So I was saying I don't know why it's called a 50-50. If anybody works at Gunther's and knows, please Maybe it's just ice cream and sorbet is the 50-50, but it's actually like three layers. And so my go-to order there is um, mango sorbet, raspberry sorbet with chocolate ice cream in the middle, which kind of throws people. I don't know if that threw you off when I told you there was no, chocolate. No, this is not throw, This is my first time tasting this. I, I, it took me all kinds of like willpower not to interrupt your dis- description because that was like that's like the best like – chocolate fruit dessert like that you could get that that we know that chocolate raspberry combo is is just it's a classic combo 
it's great. And then you toss in that that tropical mango. I, I've never, I've actually never had a 50-50 with anything but vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Same. same. I always get 50-50s at Gunther's with vanilla ice cream. And for me, that's such a creamy, cool flavor. But I might have to venture out now. The chocolate raspberry combo it's with the mango. It's really, the texture, and I'm doing the same thing I was doing earlier. I'm mixing it all together. But you know what I really, I have this habit of, um, I really like fruit, like just in general. So whenever I eat ice cream, I kind of try to, I make it as if I was eating a fruit dessert. So like, I really like raspberries with fresh mango on actual chocolate ice cream. So then I'll order usually a very chocolatey rich ice cream. And if they don't have fr- fruit, I'll pair it with a sorbet. So it looks really weird, but that's like, they just serve it like that there. It's like that place was made for me. You know, I'd like to try this with like maybe a darker chocolate ice cream. Mm-hmm. Just imagine how that would be. But, but even this is, is it's great. What do you think, Eddie? Yeah. I never thought, I've, I've definitely heard of the chocolate raspberry combo, but having the mango in there really rounds it out because raspberry, you see that more as of like the kind of the tart sweet combo. And then chocolate has like, this is not a like super dark chocolate. It's sort of like a medium milky chocolate. Milky. So you're getting that kind of, I, I, use, I already used the word rounding out, but you, you definitely get those like chocolatey notes and having that tropical fruit in there has the tropical <laughs> I'm an expert. I'm an expert. <laughs> the essence of it's perfect. You like that? Did you? No, just say that, was, that was really good. Yeah, no, that was good. I didn't. I didn't. I came in this without any expectations, and I like this. I dig it. I'm gonna. I may have to reconsider my or expand my options at Gunther's. Yeah. I mean, it's just there's something about having the chocolate ice cream that really changes the whole game with the fifty-fifty. For sure. All right. Next, we're gonna um, we're gonna go to Eddie's ice cream. Eddie Eddie whipped this up today. He, um, you want to tell us the technique you used and the flavors we got going here, Eddie? All right. So this particular base doesn't have any egg. It's more of a um, modern adaptation of a Philadelphia style that doesn't use eggs. Um, so it's mostly uh, milk, and there's a little bit of a little bit of starch in there, and invert sugar to kind of inhibit the crystallization. I'm getting real technical here. Um, it's basically a more milkier base, more it's supposed to be more dairy forward. And I took that base, and instead of using a traditional ice cream machine or even like the hand crank ones, I used dry ice, which is um, well, you know, it's the solid that sublimates. It's, like, <laughs> it's that smoky stuff. <laughs> it's, a, it's like you know when you're check out our social media and we'll, we'll show you what what, what dry <laughs> ice does. Stuff. Yeah, it's uh, the smoky stuff. So the idea here was to use that much in the way you see like liquid nitrogen places like Smitten, where you can kind of replicate that at home using a stand mixer and using very finely, fine chunks or powder of um, the dry ice. Well, maybe we'll get you on, um, on on our social media. You can give us a, a quick lesson on for, for those in the future um, how, to, how to do that. We can, we can set it up and we'll, we'll send our camera crew, our production crew to your, to your lab, Edmundo, and... You can you can teach our listeners how to make uh, make ice cream this way, but but it's great. Is that vanilla bean that I'm yeah, tasting? Yeah, I was going to say, is there vanilla bean in here? Yeah. So there's a couple things going on here. Um, I used a, a local honey mm. and also okay. also vanilla bean. And what you might be getting also because this hasn't been in the freezer that long is um, you might get a little bit of effervescence. That's mm-hmm. what was happening. Bath. Yeah, <laughs> that's from the the dry ice, right? Like, the effervescence. Is my tongue supposed to. <laughs> feel that way it's like pop rocks yeah well that's what i was saying it was like not it's not in a bad way it's like it's like a magic ice cream i mean i 
I'm, I'm here it's, for it. It's magical. No, I dig it. I dig it a lot. And thanks for using the local honey because now my allergies hopefully will be good. <laughs> not to worry about it. Uh, they keep telling me. Everybody keeps telling me, aren't, why aren't you eating local honey? It'll get rid of your allergies. And I'm like, well. That hasn't worked for me. For the hasn't? record. I, I buy local honey it? all the time. Oh. And I just, just like it, but my I still have allergies. Like I just can't imagine myself taking a spoonful of honey. Yeah, and like, just you like, like honey like that? Oh, I love honey. Like that? Yeah. Like I just like. like you just take a spoonful honey. of it? Mm-hmm. No, but see, like, if if Eddie's putting it in ice cream, then I'll take, like, a, I'm sure a gallon of this. I think that will inhibit whatever healing properties it's supposed to. <laughs> Wait, so... Don't the... don't crush my dreams, Cecilia. Okay. This is my allergy cure, Eddie's God, ice cream. God, has, God can do all things, so we're not going to put a cap on <laughs> You know what? I'm, I'm moving to a place where my allergies are going to be worse, so I need as much local honey in okay. the ice cream that I can get. Understood. Okay? There you go. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. But it's it, the flavor is awesome, Edmundo. I'm digging it. I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. With the Evanescence or whatever it's called, what did you say? <laughs> wake, wake me up inside. <laughs> Evanescence is not a band. Evanescence is a band. Tingly. Effervescence. That. Effervescence. Can't wake up. <laughs> or the kid wake up. Uh, wake up. I don't know. So Ethan, so drop drop a Evanescence uh, hit right there for me. <laughs> what's the what's the word? F- Effervescence. Effervescence. So does that bubbly, go away? Bubbliness. Is that all? That's not, that's the word it means that. Oh my gosh! Wait. So it'll go away once it's like fully frozen and it won't come back. Because I yeah. kind of like it. To me, it kind of feels like a mimosa float. Have you ever had one of those? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so it's it's just like it's like when soda goes flat. But it's not flat though. No, no. So right oh, now okay. it's not flat, but then the bubbles will go away because okay. the At CO2. Which point, will... Once it disappears in the ice cream, you would put it on champagne so you could get the evanescence back. <laughs> you can get the evanescence back. I'm stealing that. <laughs> I think there's some pet- petitions out there to bring evanescence back. <laughs> I think they want them to release a new album. <laughs> um, you know, if if they release a new album, credit famished and fair. We just we 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 reunite bands. We bring friends together. You know, have an ice cream pop up. Bands back together. That's it's awesome. There we go. Uh, we got one last. This is the extra treat that Eddie decided to pack up for us and share for us. Eddie, you want to tell us what this last thing we're taste testing is? So this this next one. There's a couple different layers to the story behind this. Um, it's a store-bought ice cream. And before I tell you what flavor it is, maybe I'll let you, like, see what you think of it. Oh, wow. The mystery. Okay. <laughs> I like it. It's, um, you know, it, I don't know if there's added cheese in there, but you can taste cheese. the milk. Sorry. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. If the, but it, you can, like, taste <laughs> the milk. It's Cheese is good in ice cream. Have you never had cheese and ice cream, Cece? I'm so glad you can't pick up eye rolls on recordings. <laughs> no joke. Corn and cheese ice cream, all my Filipinos listening. Okay. I, well, okay, but that's not like actual ice cream, you know? What do you mean that's not actual <laughs> ice cream? There's going to be an outcry here. <laughs> okay. Okay, we're, we're gonna sorry. Have to, we're we're, we're going to come back to, um, to no, our second ice cream episode. I am bringing you... Cheese corn ice cream. I mean, I, I've had it, but like... It's great. You haven't had it. Is there a gingerbread cookie in here? So to demystify, this is a cereal milk ice cream. Cereal milk. See, I told Wait, you the milk brand? or cheese, like you can really taste it. 
Cool House. Cool House. Okay, because I'm a milk bar like fanatic. I don't know if you know that. Oh yeah. Um, I love milk bars. They have the the cereal. I think it's cornflake based. But then, what kind of cereal would this be? Um, let me see. <laughs> but, but like I was saying, like that cheese, that cream, that there's no cheese in here. No, but uh, the milk flavor comes through kind the ice cream. That's what I, that's what I was tasting in there. There's notes of cheese. Yeah, see, there you go. What does that even mean? It means you got that you you're tasting of like what the actual flavor is. It's not what overpowered kind of by sugar. Tastes like this milk. What are you talking about? What cheese tastes like? A lot of cheeses are great. But what does this? What kind of this? Like, is this supposed to taste like pepper jack? What do you mean it tastes like cheese? <laughs> no, like pepper that? jack. Wow, <laughs> you, you went to like the farthest possible cheese. Pepper jack. Queso uh, <laughs> uh, ice cream. Yeah, pepper. Actually, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna bring probably, that. I'm gonna find that. I could probably arrange for that with some uh, gochugaru. Can we do spicy ice creams? I, yeah. I, I, I have you ever had the chili, the chili chocolate gelato is really good. Wait, but hold on. No, I'm serious though. What kind of cheese? No, when ideas, you say yeah. you taste notes of cheese, I would what? say that you, um, like you know, like a, you're, you're getting to like a goat cheese, like a chev. You, like you can get some of that, that flavor, a little tartness. In this ice cream milk okay, cereal. Okay, okay, we're talking creamy cheese. I'm sorry. I, like, defaulted to, like, Parmigiano Reggiano? What like? I was like, ew. What? Okay, we're talking, like, creamy, really, like, brie, yeah. brie, sure. or, like, okay. Yeah, like a... A okay. croissant or whatever. I'm sorry. I get it now. I get it. All right. I swear I, I dig this food. Ed, thanks for sharing this with us. This is this was great. This, yeah, it's called Cool House? Food. Yeah. Where'd you buy this? I happened to buy this at a grocery store. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna have to get the rec. That's this is really good. That's one of the brands that, like, when grocery store ice cream was getting better, that was one of the uh, ones that came up. One of the earliest ones for me. They also had these really, really good ice cream sandwiches that they sell in the stores too. Mm. And, and you know what I like this? This has like the texture of of cereal milk. Also, mm-hmm. like the, it's like there's delivery. literally still pieces of s- cereal in it, which I like. Yeah. It's not just the flavor; it's like the texture of it. So, yeah, I taste the For cheese sure. now. If you heard our our <laughs> last episode on on bread, I'm a big texture guy too, right? So, like. I like texture in my foods. You'll hear that throughout all of our podcasts. I'm I'm, I'm always for the texture, so I dig that because it is like the end of a bowl of cereal, and yeah, um, you got a little it's bit not of chunkiness lucky either. They didn't say what cereal they used, but I, I assume <laughs> it was something like that. Yeah, maybe I, I'm going with like maybe Captain Crunchy, Captain Crunch E S, Captain Crunch esque, not Captain Crunchy. That's not the name of the cereal, <laughs> but like Captain Crunch E like like Crunch. Crunchy. I tried to turn it into an adjective. Captain Crunchy. So that's uh, <laughs> you know, like internet. Oh man, the internet. You bring people ice cream. You try to speak kind to them, and they just kill you. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up this episode now. Um, we're we're here to the end. We're um, we're here. We're gonna be we're gonna be talking about ice cream um, in other episodes. And and so if there's something particular you want, let us know in the comments. Oh, and wait, let us know question. on social media what, what you I wanted. Think, I think you took it out of the notes, but I actually did want to ask it. Father Raj, what was your favorite gelato in Rome? Oh, oh man. This is a teaser to our gelato episode. No, I'll let you know. I think you've, you know this. I have, I have a couple of places in Rome that I really like, but um, uh, the fridge, yes. Frigidarium is right. Father Brian Sullivan took me to Frigidarium for the first time. What a great name. Yeah. 
I tell people to get there all the time because they their flavors are phenomenal. Locally sourced ingredients are, are mm-hmm. super awesome, but they do this um, this dip where they take the whole you know thing of gelato and then they dip it in 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 chocolate, right? So that's and then you can get a cookie on top, so you like the cookie covered in chocolate. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorites, but it my favorite all time kind of flavor. <laughs> this is see. You're gonna hammer me for this, but my all-time favorite flavor in Rome and gelato is a ricotta and pistachio milkshake. <laughs> so cheese and pistachio. Doesn't that sound great, Eddie? It does. It ricotta really kind of lends itself to sweeter applications too. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's a much more neutral tasting cheese that's really more <laughs> yeah. textural. I, I, I've green. never tried pepper jack pistachio gelato, <laughs> but maybe that's on my list. For I next default time. to hard. I'm so sorry. That's like I've ruined cheese and ice cream for the world. I'm sorry. That sounds really good. Where's your go-to spot? Is fridge your favorite spot? Probably. Um, old Bridge is where the um, the pistachio really? You're ricotta. You're an Old Bridge fan. Okay. No. Uh, well. That's where they make the ricotta oh, okay. pistachio milkshake. Gotcha. Oh, um, I, I I don't like to knock small businesses, but Old Bridge rebranded last time I went. That's what you They've kind of gotten me. hipper and more for tourists. And yeah. Anyway, but but ice cream was the gelato was still pretty solid. But check it out, compare it. Uh, but yeah, my favorite is the fridge. Just yeah, Frigidarium. Frigidarium is definitely. It's not my top uh, gelato place in Rome. Is San Crispino, which number oh, one yeah. is a Franciscan saint. So awesome. But it's real. It's like in a tiny little alley off Trevi, near Trevi Fountain, and it's just it's it's kind of it's bougie gelato. I don't know if that makes sense. Like you go in there and you feel like you walked into like a fancy gelato place. It's not displayed like normal gelato. It's like all in individual tins, but all of the Covered, flavors right? are delicious. Huh? Have Covered you tins. Like you can't actually see it until they lift yeah, up exactly. the tins. You can't see it Whoa. until it's open. And um, they're known for, we were speaking of honey, they're honey gelato. They're Ooh. famous like for their honey gelato. And that stuff is like it is delicious. There were literally times that I would go and my classmate in my master's program, Hannah, we went, I remember, we walked, we ate the gelato. We were like on our way back to the metro and literally walked back to get more like in a trance, like in a gelato <laughs> drunken trance to buy more gelato. So those are probably, that's that's my number one. But Frigidarium, I think, is a great place to even just, I like the ambiance more of that area too so like the whole experience of like that feels like i'm eating gelato and not that trevi fountain isn't like i'm eating gelato but i mean i love frigidarium was is also another one so those are my top two for those of you those, those listeners who either agree or disagree with our with our gelato choices in rome or if you if you get the opportunity to, to rome taste those and, and let us know what you think um and uh let us know your experience share your experiences with us on our social media we'd love to see how you are feasting family we'd love to see how you're doing all that well, we're coming to the end of this episode. Um, at the end of all of our episodes, if you've been listening, we do a thing called the Snack Attack. Um, this is our uh, like kind of a little fun little thing at the end of the, the episode, a little contest, a little um, game, and we usually do it to our guests. And so, Eddie, you ready for the Snack Attack? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he, Eddie has the unfortunate thing that he, he really hasn't had a chance to listen to any of these podcasts because we're recording them before the release of <laughs> the other podcast, so he doesn't really know what's going on. But um, this is good. This is good. This is good. What would a event with Father Raj be without a trivia section? Well, you know, <laughs> there we go. Um, now he gets it. 
<laughs> Eddie, Eddie used to work at Cold Stones, and so we're, we, we figured we'd do this, and it's fitting for the episode. Eddie, you're competing today for, um, for a, a gift certificate, gift certificates, because God is generous. I was only going to give you one, but you are competing today for gift certificates um, to both Gunther's <gasps> and Leatherby's. All right, so we, we got some gift certificates lined up for you. So if you get all this right... Date night's on the way. Oh, there you go. Or they, or or he could just he could give one certificate to his girlfriend, and he can go to the other um, place, and they could just not go on a date night. One can get Gunther's, and one can get Leatherby's. You know. Sounds very divisive. <laughs> <laughs> you do what you want. If you win, Eddie, you gotta win still. Okay, 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 okay. Gosh. Shout out to Rochelle, your girlfriend, who is uh, cheering him on. Hopefully, he can win because she wants some ice cream too. Um, uh, Cece, can you hook me up with a, a 30 second timer? Oh gosh, you know I suck at timing. You can just do it on your phone. Yep. All right, just go, let me know. You can give Eddie some seconds, warnings. 30 seconds. Eddie, I'm going to give you the prompt and then we'll start the timer. Well, I'll give you the prompt and then start the timer. You need to get seven out of 11 of these correct. Oh, that's not bad. Seven out of 11. That's what we're going to go with. I'm going to count them. What you need to get, uh, according, according to the website Frozen Dessert Supplies, you need to give me... Seven out of the top 11 ice cream toppings in the United States. Seven out of the top 11. And um, Cece's going to tell us when the timer starts. Timer starts now. Okay, so hot fudge. One. Caramel, caramel. Two. Um, does banana kind of as a topping? Does it get only top? Banana's not on there. Um, 20 seconds. Uh, nuts. Or dessert? Um, like... Nuts not on there. What? Almonds. Almonds? Peanuts? No. Just keep guessing. Don't don't reason. Just um, guess. Oreos. No. What? No. What is left? Okay, there's a lot of things left. Whipped cream. Whipped yep. cream, okay. Whipped cream's on there. Not on there? What? It, whipped cream is on there. Whipped cream. Um, I'm going to take over. Um, <laughs> whipped cream. Strawberries. Strawberries not on there. Maraschino cherries. Maraschino cherries on there. Sprinkles. Sprinkles on there. Sprinkles. Chocolate oh. chips. Nope, no chocolate, chocolate chips. Morsels. Gummy bears. Gummy bears is on there. Marshmallows. Nope. Brownie bites. What? Where, what? Um, okay. <laughs> Sorry, did you say strawberries earlier? I did. Oh, Cece said strawberries. Yep. <laughs> peanut butter cups. Peanut Reasons. butter cups makes a list. And then Heath cookie bar, dough pieces. Is this something more like a fro- froyo flavor? Toffee is not on there. No, this I don't know. It's like just froyo. toppings. You know what? God is generous. I'm going to give you the gift certificates anyway, Eddie. There we go. Oh, that was the question? Yeah, you had 30 seconds to get seven <laughs> out of 11. No, I thought there were like 11 questions and I had to get seven of them. No. Oh, no. It was the one question. <laughs> Eleven items. You had to get seven of the items. I was wondering why he was like, oh, you don't have I was gonna co- I, was, I was gonna coast on that one. Like it's alright. He was, like, was basing. It's like, oh well I'm not gonna get that one right. I still got a, I still got nine ten more questions. It's not a three hour podcast, Eddie. I'll take a bullet on this question. It's called the snack attack, not the snack marathon. <laughs> Fast, fast. Anyway, he said, "Just say things, don't reason." I know. I was like, you were like trying to give us a sentence and like paragraphs about why. This is the only time Father Roger will ever say that. 
No reason. Just, no reason. Just, just no reason. Just give me an answer. No reason. Anyway, this has been fun. Oh my gosh, I think I'm on a sugar rush right now. I'm I just ate four ice cream. I'm very things. awake right now. I'm still eating this. You are still eating that. I think I, I I've served really. I I realized it was a tasting thing, but I just served like actual fifty fifty sizes <laughs> to everybody. No, plus the um, well, the, sor- like, oh. the sorbet the sorbet stays frozen longer, so it's like it does. Uh, I really like the texture of it too. Anyway, well, that is our first episode on ice cream. Our third episode of the podcast. It's been great. I want to thank our guest today, our um, our sorbetto savant. Our um, confectioner, I don't know what else we call him, our, our, our ice cream enthusiast, our good friend Eddie. Um, thank you, Ed Boy, Thanks for, for being me. on the show today. Um, any last comments about ice cream? Um, also, a big thank you to, to Gunther's and to Leather Beast for putting great product out there, uh, staying dedicated to the craft. Yeah, be adventurous. Go there we go. Pepper check. There you go, Eddie Reduda, <laughs> recommending the Pepper Jack ice cream as his final word. Cece, um, this has been a great show. I'm looking forward to our next one. Um, but uh, that's the end of this episode of Famished and Fed. Come to the table. And stay fed, fam. Fam and Fed is a production of Urban Picks. All things to all. You can find all of our content on our website, www.urbanpicks.com slash famineFed. Please like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to contact us, send us an email at famineFed at urbanpicks.com or leave us a comment on the Urban Picks website. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.